Welcome to the Law of the Future podcast with Dennis Hilleman. This podcast is all about technology, politics and law. Dennis Hilleman is a partner in an international law firm. He wants to change our mind on regulating new technologies. All opinions expressed in the podcast are the personal opinions of Dennis or his guests. And here is Dennis. This is an article by Dennis Hilleman, published on Medium. If you wish to share your articles on this podcast, please contact Dennis. Of course you will be named as the author in the podcast and in the show notes. The German government wants to introduce a supply chain law before the end of this legislative period. Under the proposed rule, large companies will have to monitor and promote human rights compliance in their supply chains from 2023. Blockchain technology can help companies meet the requirements of the law. However, the possibilities of blockchain go far beyond that. Implementing a blockchain in your supply chains now can simultaneously benefit from the efficiencies and technical capabilities that blockchain technology offers. This article first describes the background and content of the proposed German Supply Chain Act, I. It addresses the potential applications of blockchain to implement the Supply Chain Act requirements, too. I. Background and content of the German Supply Chain Act. After lengthy negotiations, the ministries involved have reached a compromise to be passed before the legislative period ends in September 2021. The Act on Corporate Due Diligence in Supply Chains is intended to help remedy existing grievances in global supply chains of transnational companies. There are many examples of human rights violations by private companies in international supply chains, the use of child labor in the textile and raw materials industries, slave-like working conditions in infrastructure projects, unsafe production conditions that are harmful to health or even, as in the case of the collapse of the Rana Plaza building in Bangladesh in 2013, cost the lives of a large number of people. Since 2011, following the UN guiding principles on business and human rights adoption, countries have increasingly taken action to ensure respect for human rights. In France, a corresponding law, Loi de Vigilance, was passed in 2017. In the Netherlands, Wet Zorgflicht Hinderarbeid, and the United Kingdom, UK Modern Slavery Act 2015, laws are in place that requires companies to monitor their supply chain for child labor or conditions of modern slavery. In January 2021, the European Parliament's Legal Affairs Committee supported introducing a European Supply Chain Law, Due Diligence Act. A draft from the EU Commission is expected in the first half of 2021. In 2018-2020, the German government examined how companies already voluntarily observe human rights in their supply chains as part of the National Action Plan for Business and Human Rights. But the research found that only 13-17% of companies with more than 500 employees take sufficient measures to protect human rights. That is why the law is to be introduced in the German parliament before the end of March. 1. Scope. The Draft Supply Chain Act stipulates that the regulation will initially apply to companies with more than 3,000 employees from 2023 and will be extended to companies with more than 1,000 employees in 2024. This would affect around 2,900 companies in Germany from 2024. 2. The Human Rights Due Diligence. According to the draft, companies should fulfill the five core elements of the so-called human rights due diligence. A company that is included in the scope of application in the future must first submit a policy statement on respect for human rights. In it, the company sets out its strategy for complying with the human rights due diligence obligation. According to the proposal, a company must regularly and on an ad hoc basis conduct a risk analysis concerning the human rights explicitly mentioned in the proposed legislation. These include protecting life and health, protecting against child labor, against slavery-like employment, and the guarantee of safe and appropriate working conditions. 
If a company identifies risks to the designated rights, it should take remedial action. If this does not lead to good success, a company may also be obliged to terminate a supplier's relationship, enablement before withdrawal. Companies should also either set up a grievance mechanism themselves or participate in an intra-industry grievance mechanism as a form of an early warning system. Employees along the supply chain can turn to this mechanism. 3. Reach along the supply chain. According to the agreement, the obligations apply in principle only to the first tier of the supply chain. The first tier means the suppliers with whom the companies themselves have a contract. Exceptionally, Companies are also obliged to take human rights due diligence measures at further stages of the supply chain if a company learns of substantiated indications of impairment of protected rights or if a circumvention transaction is involved. In general, the draft stipulates that companies must take appropriate measures. What is reasonable must be determined on a case-by-case basis but is primarily determined by the proximity to the supplier in question and the company's ability to influence the situation. It is a duty to endeavor, not a duty to succeed. 4. Legal Consequences of Violations According to the Supply Chain Act proposal, the Federal Office of Economics and Export Control is responsible for sanctions. The draft provides that the Federal Office can impose coercive and administrative fines. A company commits an administrative offense and, according to the draft, must expect to pay the penalty based on the company's turnover if it omits or fails to adequately fulfill measures without which the human rights due diligence obligation cannot be effectively fulfilled. A company that has been imposed a heavy fine can also be excluded from public contracts for a period of up to three years. 5. Claims for damages by affected parties. Contrary to the previously expressed demands of German Labor Minister Hubertus Heil and German Development Minister Gerd Müller, who had advocated for an even stricter supply chain law, the draft does not include a special provision on civil liability. However, according to the proposal, it will be easier for those affected to file lawsuits in German courts in the future. In the end, they will be able to instruct trade unions and NGOs to file a lawsuit in Germany on their behalf. 6. Conclusion The draft bill that has now been presented represents the most ambitious supply chain law to date in an international comparison. Reactions to the draft have been very mixed, while industry associations complain that the national standalone obligations would impose a high reporting burden on German companies, civil society groups were particularly critical of the scope of application, which is generally limited to the first stage of the supply chain of large companies. 2. Blockchain Technology and the Supply Chain Law The new supply chain law can become a launching pad for the use of blockchain technology in the so-called supply chain. But first things first, blockchain technology is already being used today to track supply chains. The question is in what form this can also be harnessed for supply chain law compliance through the use of blockchain technology. To this end, the article briefly discusses the basics of the blockchain, one, and then describes several potential areas of application for how blockchain can help meet the act's requirements, two. One. Blockchain basics. Many authors have already described blockchain technology. You can read my detailed article on blockchain on Medium here. But again, in a short version, blockchain technology is at its core a decentralized database technology. Transactions can be stored on a blockchain in such a way that subsequent manipulation is virtually impossible. Simultaneously, all, authorized, participants can access the contents of the blockchain and store new data. Each transaction, i.e., interaction to store data on the blockchain, is digitally signed with a unique asymmetric encryption key. The encryption is done with a secret key, while anyone with a public key can verify the decryption. This makes it possible at any time to validate the originator of a transaction beyond doubt and, 
for example, to confirm the authorization to deposit the corresponding data. If another transaction is now to be added to the blockchain, all the participants in the blockchain, the so-called nodes, reconcile the existing data sequence with each other and only validate the transaction if it is based on the blockchain form so far. If one wanted to change the contents of the previous blocks, one would have to gain control over 50% plus one of the nodes participating in the blockchain. This is probably only theoretically conceivable. Due to its structural and technical characteristics, the blockchain allows data generated during a communication or transaction to be recorded so securely that the parties involved can trust the data without the need for an intermediary, such as a bank. 2. The new supply chain law and blockchain technology. Supply chain management is already one of the fields of application for blockchain technology. Here, a blockchain can map the individual processing steps from raw material extraction to the end customer in a forgery-proof manner and provide information about the processing status at any time. Also, sensors can be used here, for example, to prove compliance with a cold chain. Such solutions are already being offered commercially today, for example, Recarbonx or OpenSC. Smart contracts can also be executed on the basis of such a blockchain. To perform the risk analysis required by law, the second step of corporate due diligence, one must first know the steps in one supply chain. For this, one can fall back on the data stored by the blockchain. If you are already using a blockchain today, you already have a large part of the necessary data for the risk analysis. However, the use of blockchain would also make it possible to take even more decisive action in the prevention of human rights violations. If all persons performing a work step on the product identify themselves using an RFID chip or a biometric identifier, forced labor and child labor can be largely eliminated. Linking the blockchain to the production company's electronic accounting data could also verify compliance with the statutory minimum wage or check that maximum working hours are being observed. The law also requires that remedial action be taken when risks of human rights violations are identified. Often this is done by the German company obligating the production company to implement these measures. If you can store the implementation as a date on the blockchain, for example, the payment of an outstanding wage, the use of blockchain can simplify tracking here as well. Companies will also be required to introduce a complaints mechanism. On the one hand, a complaint mechanism must verify whether the person making the complaint was working in the company's own supply chain at the time of the alleged claim. This might be able to be checked through a blockchain. But blockchain could also be used in the complaint mechanism itself. Each complaint and each step in the processing of the complaint could be stored on the blockchain and with a read-write for the for the complainants to be able to view at any time. The most significant effort in meeting the Supply Chain Act requirements is expected to be in reporting. Companies covered by the Act will have to produce an annual report. If you have implemented a blockchain along your supply chain, you can turn every step that can be mapped on the blockchain into a report using an application. One could also think about setting up reading right for the control authority in the future. However, the synergy effects that may arise are particularly worthy of consideration. If one takes the introduction of the supply chain laws as an impetus to set up a blockchain, the company will also benefit from the other possible uses of the blockchain, quality assurance, quality management, smart contracts, location tracking, etc. If one has already integrated blockchain into the supply chain, several other data points can be used to introduce and demonstrate a large number of the measures required by the law. 3. Conclusion and Outlook The German Supply Chain Act shows, companies must act transparently, supervisory authorities must have confidence in the accuracy and immutability of company data in the supply chain. What now applies to human rights will soon also apply to CO2 emissions, carbon footprint. This is where the advantage of the blockchain with immutable data becomes apparent, even with many participants. 
so comes trust and transparency, precisely what consumers and politicians expect from companies. The heyday of blockchain and the supply chain is yet to come. Hey, do you want to be part of a network of lawyers and IT experts discussing blockchain? Do you want to learn about blockchain and law? Then join the Blockchain Lawyers Network for free. Go to www.blockchainlawyersnetwork.com and be part of a great community.